Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family, wherever you may be listening from. We'll start off with a word of prayer and then see where the Lord wants to take us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness, for your mercy. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your love. We thank you for everything that you are doing for us, Father God. We thank you for bringing us preachers, Father God, with the word from the 1900s, Father God. And the word is still alive today, Father God. Convicting us in this time, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to continue to be with us, continue to watch over us, continue to guide us, continue to protect us, continue to help us to walk in that purpose and the destiny you have for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And as we pray for our families, we pray for our loved ones, we pray for those who do not know you, Father God, that they'll get to know you. We pray for heads of government, Father God, we pray. Father God, for those countries that are going through traumatic times at this moment, we pray for those children that are sleeping in the streets. Father God, over in Brazil and all over the world that are getting abused, Father God, we pray that you help us to come together and to make a difference to the life of others. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I'm going to be reading Ephesians 5. Ephesians chapter 5. And it's from verse 1 to verse 18. And it, it says, living in the light. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impunity or greed amongst you. Such sins have no place amongst God's children obscene stories foolish talk coarse jokes these are not for you instead let there be thankfulness to god you can be sure that no immoral impure or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of man kingdom of christ and of god for a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins for they for the anger of the lord will will fall on all who disobey him don't participate in the things these people do for those who were full of for 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 once you were full of darkness but now you have light from the lord so live as people as the light for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true carefully determine what pleases the lord Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that the ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the, from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Living by the, living by the Spirit's power. Be care so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing, singing psalms and hymns. And I'm going to finish it off to verse... Yes, that's it. Uh, yes, wait a minute. I'm going to finish off at verse... That's verse 9, verse... 20 so i'm saying spiritual songs amongst yourself and making music to the lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything to to god the father in the name of jesus christ our lord and i was listening to a message this morning 
from, I think it's from Emmanuel City Church, Sister Anna. And she was breaking it down. She was breaking it down, what darkness and lightness is. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we, we, we compromise because sometimes we compromise for family. Sometimes we compromise for friends. Sometimes we compromise for husband. Sometimes we compromise for wife. Sometimes we compromise for society. But it shows us that we were in darkness. And God pulled us out and brought us into his marvelous light. And we are not to live like the world lives. And as she says, she was saying this morning... Sometimes we think that, when we think of idols, we think of statues that people make. And, you know, the, the statues that they used to make, the statue that, the statue that Nebuchadnezzar made to, for them to bow down to. But it's not only that. Sometimes the things that are in the world, the things that we want in our life, can be idols too. Sometimes just wanting the latest designer. Sometimes just wanting the latest husband, sometimes wanting the latest wife, the latest car, a lot of other things. Sometimes fooling our bodies with food that are not right. It's all different things that we idolize and we make be the center of our life. And that is the place that Jesus should take. So we have to be careful. Sometimes it's, it's yes, it's good to have a husband, it's good to have a wife, someone to share life with. But if, the, but if all we get, we think about day and night is when I'm going to get my husband, when I'm going to get my wife. We don't have no place for God in our life because it's full with a husband and he becomes an idol. And we know God has told us that he's a jealous God. He has told us that already. He says his children are his children and he doesn't want his children to use the resources and the blessings that he gives them to idolize other people. And I noticed, I noticed that even when you look at situations in life and you see that people are having the breath that they're breathing is from God. The fish in the sea, the, the, the cows, the cows, the fruit trees, everything is from God. And there's people that say that I don't believe in there's a God. I don't do this and that. And they're still taking up his resources. But God wants us to know that there is a true and living God. And he's not happy when we put anything before him. Because we give that thing that we put before him power over us. We put it power over us. If we don't, if we don't get a call, phone call from this person. Or sometimes we can put our children, grandchildren. We can put family members. If we don't get a call from them, our life is not the same. We are upset and things like that. And God doesn't want that for us. Because it says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I, I know that <laughs> I, wrote down, I wrote down something. Because I've be, I've kept hearing about the sheep, you know, about goats, you know. If if you're the, the, uh, this this gymnast in the in the um the Olympic game, she 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 said that she couldn't really take part because of um medical um mental issues, and I noticed that even the advisor to the White House was saying that it doesn't matter. You're a goat. You're a goat. Everybody wants to be a goat, and this is the word. Everybody wants to be a goat. But I'm happy being a sheep because Psalm 23 says the Lord is my shepherd. I'm not alone. So I have no fear. The goat has no shepherd, but God invites everyone home. We have to be careful. We have to be careful when we're taking on the things of the world. We have to be careful. 
Everyone wants to be a goat. So where are the sheeps? Where are the sheeps? Why are, why are goats more celebrated than sheeps? We the sheep have to take pride in our shepherd. And worship him. Don't worship anybody else. Don't worship don't worship images that you make, images that you make up in your own mind to worship. Don't worship don't worship him. Don't don't worship them. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the way and is the only gate. And I know sometimes you hear people speaking about that all roads lead to God. How can all roads lead to God? You know it don't make sense. All roads don't lead to where you live. All roads don't need to live lead to where you live. All roads don't lead to where we live. There's one specific place that, that we live. And our key can open that door. If we go with any other key to any in anybody else's door, one, one, we'll be breaking it, we'll be breaking into other people's house. And the other thing, the key won't even open the door anyway. But the neighbors can see the alarm can go off and the police will come will come as we are intruders. So there, so there's not all roads that lead to God. There's one road that leads to God, and that's Jesus. And if we try to go down any other road, we won't make it. We won't make it because God is serious in this time. Because uh, I have noticed myself that I have been hearing some preachers, some ministers from the 1900s, from long time ago. From the from long from a from a long time ago, and when you hear the when you hear are they preaching? Sometimes they put us to shame because they they make us realize that we don't we're not holding on to the gospel as we should. We have Spurgeon, we have a lot of them, Pink, a lot of them, and the, when you hear when you hear the when you hear the gospel that they're preaching at those times. In those times, and we now in the time when. In when and in when they weren't even that advanced, and in this time when we have so much advancement, we have so much technology, we have so much blessings, and we are not even holding on to the gospel as they held on to the gospel. Because when it's ready, we we we, we the, the word is 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 such a way that that Christians are not speaking up for the things that they're speaking up for. Uh, yeah, the, the other day that there there's a company that has taken some that, that's not um delivering for someone no more because he spoke up against it, the uh, LGBR, those the lifestyles. And Christians are not speaking up. Christians are not supporting. Christians are not supporting and living as the Bible said that they live. You know, I never forget, as I never forget as uh, uh, what, I, what I've seen something on YouTube before. And there was this minister out there preaching the gospel, preaching the living word of God. And... There was he was being booed, being this and that, and I saw someone come with a collar that was a minister, and I thought to myself, "Oh, he's getting, he's gonna get some help now." Uh, that minister said to, to was 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 chastising him. These people are our friends, and all this and all that. We have to stop watering down the gospel. The gospel doesn't belong to us; it belongs to God. And we are supposed to preach it as it says. And we are supposed to live it as it says. And it doesn't matter who likes us or who doesn't like us. We are we are to say it. And if people in if people in the world can in the people in the world can have a conscience to say, you know what, no matter what they try to ram down our throat, this lifestyle isn't right. Why should the the church is voting the church is voting in to say they want gay marriages, they want it or the lifestyle that, that God said is not marriage in, in their church. 
the, and then they're voting like 200, 200 against four, 40 something that wants to that wants to bring the marriage bring bring gay marriages into their church and what they're saying is that it is because they, they want their children to know that god loves them what's that about the simple reason it can be that number is as if to say the, the gospel wasn't touching them they were hearing a word but the gospel wasn't touching them the holy spirit wasn't working in their life for them to say they they want they're voting it in because they want their children to 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 know that god loves them who can who who doesn't know that God loves them? Even when I was living in sin, I knew that God loved me because he, he, he healed me. So who doesn't know that God loves them? The thing about it is that the, the, the art of the people that are in the church aren't really for God. Because the Bible says that they come, they, come with their, they come with their mouth, but their art is far from me. And it is so true because they, they probably don't, they probably, they, they're so proud of their children getting married, whether it's the same sex or not, that they want to go, they want to go and celebrate with them. But if they don't, if they don't do it in the church, they feel that it's not done or they can't go. So they vote it in that they can't come into the church. The, the church is not supposed to change. The church is not supposed to change for us to fit in. Or are we going to change if the church is changing for us to fit in? We're not going to change. And God is not pleased. God is not pleased with it. And I see that the church is, the Methodist church done that the other day. And I know that they're split because there's some that have gone, that there's some that have gone to other churches because they, they can't abide with that. And there's some that have stayed that says that they feel that the Lord is telling them to stay to change things from the inside. Change what from the inside? They've already made the vote. They've already made the vote. They're saying that if your conscience is against it, the minister's conscience is against it, that, that they don't then they won't be forced to perform it. But if you're gonna say if the minister's conscience is against it, you're not gonna force them. That simply means that it's not something that should have been voted in in the first place. And what, what I'm what I'm saying is that even if you're gonna say you're gonna stay there, even if you say you're gonna stay there and change from the inside, what are you gonna change? Your tide is gonna go into supporting that. If they're getting married, they, they get it when they're doing the marriages. And if you have to clean up, if you have to clean up, provide things for them, you're going to be doing it. You're going to take a part. You're going to be taking a part in it, whether you whether you whether you agree with it or not. As long as you stay where that vote was taken, Christians need to wake up. We need to wake up because there's one thing I know about other faiths that if they if they, they're not allowing they're not allowing certain things in the in in where they're worshiping, they're not allowing it. They don't care what anybody wants to say. They're not allowing it. Because I spoke to a man, a young man the other time, but from a different faith, and he said that nobody's going to turn up at their temp temple. Nobody's going to turn up at their place with that idea to say they're coming there to get married and they're not a man and a woman. So Christians are the ones that, you know, I heard someone say that <laughs> there's, the, the Jew, there's the Jewish people, there's the Muslim people, and they have their holidays and they have their things that they celebrate. And everybody knows that that's what they celebrate and people have to change things round that they can celebrate what they celebrate because if they finish work they must finish work at certain time on friday to go into their sabbath they, nobody can tell them they're gonna work over that and the thing about with christians they take this grace thing too far that they that they have no that have no true devotion because they take the grace too far we can do anything we can do everything if they say they go to church saturday they, they can do it if, if i don't have to go i don't have to go if they say they go sunday if i don't have to go i don't have to go they don't stand on nothing that anybody can say you know what we have to respect them that's why there's no respect that's why christians aren't really called around the table of influence anymore other faith will go will be called around it because people know that they, they're followers are solid with them as well 
but Christianity it needs to change. It needs to change. It needs to change. We 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 are we have come from darkness into light, and the light is supposed to shine. And if the light is not shining, it's not anything wrong with, with the word of God. It's something wrong with the way that we are receiving it and the way that we are living. We have to live by standards, and those standards are written down. And sometimes it the sometimes when you try to tell people. Sometimes you're on, a, you're on a, um, a platform that is supposed to be Christian. Supposed to be. But when you hear their talk, you know that they're not. And they'll talk, you'll talk about women being modestly dressed. And they they, they want to bring in femininity. Uh, the, uh, even if a brother comes and says, Please, sisters, when you come into church, please dress in a modest way. Because th that, that, that we don't have to fall into temptation. That, that we don't have to see this and that. And they come back. Uh, it's, it's, we're not responsible for your eyes. We're not responsible for the... How can you fight against modest, modesty and you're a Christian? How can you fight against modesty and you're a Christian? You want your chest out, your leg out, your shoulder out. You want to, you want to live all your life and think that's pleasing God. You don't want to please God. You want to please the world around you to, to get the attention. And the attention that you're getting is not right. Because the man that will talk to you is not the man that will walk you down the altar. Because no man wants, wants a, a wife that looks a certain way. Because, I'm, because, you know, it surprised me. Sometimes I think to myself, what are, what are some of these men thinking? Sometimes we see the girls have them this out and that out. And they're walking with them. They, they don't have no love for themselves. I love for them, those women. Or wouldn't they tell them to cover up? This is the time of change. This is the time of revelation. And God God expects much of us. Because he said, for much, too to much, who it's given, much is expected. And we need to be living better than what we are living we need to be we need to be setting standards regardless if people are gonna say you're this or that you're you're you're, you're fundamentalist are you this are you that let them say it let them say it when some people say to me uh, when people say to me all you talk about is god all you think about is god they think that's an insult that's not an insult to me that that i i i appreciate that that that's a good word for me because i'm not ashamed for the gospel of, of the gospel because it, it brought me from darkness into light but I think that we have to fix up. We have to fix up. The churches have to fix up. God wants solid food in his church. When you're getting solid food, you won't vote, you won't vote things in that the Bible is against. Because you, you, it would be faulty. It would be faulty against it. And torn, it would be it would be faulty that saying that they want to come and bring it in. And the 200, 400, 500 saying that we, we want our church to, to be run like God wants it to be run. But the, the, you know what God says? It will not be mocked. It will not be mocked because there's a day of reasoning for us all. It will not be mocked. And he said, by their fruits you will know them. And if we're if if we are if we are showing fruits of the world, our fruits of the of God, that's what it is. And people don't have to be upset when they when they dress a certain way, when they behave a certain way, and people have anything to say to them and they're ready to say, uh, we're not to judge. We know it's not judging. If you dis whatever you're displaying, that's what you're saying that you are. And if people say that's what you are, that's what you are. So it's not about anybody saying that, ah, uh, this is that, this is that, this is that, this is you don't love your brother, you don't love your sister, you don't. Yes, you love them. That's why you that's why you want them to bear the right fruits. God wants us to bear the right fruits that we can call those. You know what? I was hearing I was hearing is it John Spurgeon was speak preach, was preaching the, the, the other day. <laughs> well, we know that he died a long time, so his word. And he was saying that if we don't feel ashamed, as if we don't feel ashamed as followers of Christ, when our behavior, the way we act, the way we live, the way we behave, 
uh, stop other people from coming into the house of God. Because believe it or not, it does. When you when you dress up on a Saturday and a Sunday to say you're going to church, and then the rest of the week people see you living 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 with your boyfriend, living with your girlfriend, going to club, dressing this way, and dressing that way, it's stopping people from coming into church because they're saying that if you are not able to change, be changed by the gospel, what how is it going to change them? We are stopping people from going into the house of God when our behavior isn't right, when we are not bearing the fruits that we should that we should that we should bear. And to be sheep that God has called us to be. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today, Father God. And we ask you to forgive us our transgression, Father God. We ask you to help us to be an example to our families around us, our work, our work colleagues, our, everyone in our community, that they can see that there's something different about us. Father God, may you continue to watch over us, guide us and protect us. Help us to walk in the light as we are children of the light. Because the darkness, you, the, the, the Bible said you came into the, this world and the darkness could not comprehend you. The darkness could not overpower you because you are that glorious light. Help us to continue to be that light that you want us to be. Help us to encourage others, Father God, because the, we, are in, we are in a dark world, dark times. Help us to be the light and the salt that seasons and make a difference in the life of others, in the life of our families. We pray for those who do not know you, Father God, that you will convict their heart, Father God, and let them draw nearer to you father god we thank you for looking after each and every one of us we pray for all those listening that if they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing if they're not living as they should be living that they'll come to you because that with you there is always grace at the table but father god you don't want us to take grace for, for advantage advantage of grace and to live how we want to live because there's still standards you have put it in your word we have it in Ephesians 5 father god which it said if it, which says that now that we are children of the light, we have to live by the light. Be, let Jesus be our example and don't live as we used to live. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your living word. We ask you to help us to be all that we should be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If you don't know the Lord for yourself, I would like to know him. There's a simple word. To, there's a simple just word to say because it's all about confessing and believing that Jesus is king over, over all. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to forgive us, Father God, because we have lived in darkness. And, Father God, we know that Jesus came as a light to lead us out of darkness and he was sacrificed that we should have life. So, Father God, I ask you to forgive us, Father God, our darkness, our darkness, Father God. Help, help us to put all sin aside and to live this life that you want us to live. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And if you've said that word and in your heart you believe it, that Jesus was the Son of God who came, that you should have life, you'll receive it. Find yourself a Bible believing church. Buy yourself a Bible. If you're not able to afford to buy a Bible, the, the, the Lord has said that this ministry has to give Bibles to new converts. And get to know the word of God. Get to know God. You'll get baptized and live like the light. The, the abyss that you had in the world that used to defeat you. Don't keep doing them because this is kingdom time for you to walk in the destiny and purpose. That your fruits that will show will want your brothers, your sisters, your friends, family, whoever. To be a part to, to be a part of you because I know that I heard a minister preach preach before for his life he got saved and because of his life he, because of his life his, his parents got saved because of him so let us be that light and Father God we pray that you take off the veil Father God from the uh, you take off the veil that the enemy has put around our families and our loved ones that's making them stubborn to hear the gospel that you want them to hear in Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you and so do I.